with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. Let's do this. Good morning, everybody. 7.01 a.m. on a beautiful Sunday morning. You're catching the Outdoor Zone live right now if you're tuned in. You may or may, well, you may be on the podcast, the highly popular podcast that, man, I'm glad I got my headset back. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, it's just <laughs> an old that. tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Pod, the number one podcast in our world, in our in our little in our universe. Yes, and outdoor uh, zone. Just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. And uh, my name is TJ Graney. Beefsteak is in the house. Oh yeah, mm, Cody Ryan. Uh, is, He's still celebrating, I think. Yeah, he that was probably Man. a long night. Late. Well, actually, he uh, and we'll hear from him hopefully shortly. Uh, he went from tournament to tournament, and there was a five-hour drive in between. So he left as soon as he weighed in, packed his stuff. Uh, he peeled off, went what one way. Wife and kid went the other way, and uh, yeah. But, but we'll we'll talk about okay. him in a little bit. Uh, Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, and the old pot belly stove gets fired up. And um, Do you know how pretty it looks with that sunrise coming up right over your shoulder? Not you looking pretty, but look at, <laughs> look at that uh, sun, man. So pretty. That is incredible right over the top of the the uh the hill the horizon the hill country horizon man what a beautiful sight it is this morning weather right ah uh, yep couldn't be any better lots it of, is uh it's good time to trim trees and <laughs> you were joking yeah. with me well i was saying <laughs> that and road rash you'll appreciate this he, beef lives in a neighborhood and behind him is a green belt and it's like 300 acres he's got like a deer feeder there (laughs) that he's convinced his neighborhood association that it's a wildlife management station wildlife viewing station yeah he's got (laughs) he put up a 
14 foot wall <laughs> between wall. all the way around his place so he could because he has a jacuzzi on his deck oh yeah and you just got to understand what that might look like if you were <laughs> viewing that from the outside looking in and uh but he spends days and days and days outside in his yard i've got 10 acres of woods and i i can't keep up with him so you know, sometimes i'll just go idle the diesel four by four and uh just drive back you know around the around the backyard just <laughs> cutting figure eight you can drive forward about two feet and then back up and <laughs> And I take and a load of firewood. You're practicing your three-point turns back and forth. Take back a and load forth. of firewood about 20 yards. And then <laughs> drop it off. And then drop like, off. oh, yeah. Oh, honey, I don't like the wood there. Okay, I'll move it. I'll move it. I was going to say, you need to bring that out to my place. Man, I'm trying to. It would be every- fun to have it out there. And I mean, not leave mean? it out there, but come out there. Did so you, you hear can, that road rash? So you can actually drive it around. You can load. We can load some lump you know you need some firewood or something no yeah. you don't need firewood god you're the last person who needs firewood he sees somebody on he sees somebody on backyardneighbor.com app or whatever and and he says oh you got a tree down i'll come cut it up and he goes over there and gets it and it's like sapwood or something it that, is not sapwood all that is good that is oak wood yes it is very aged and yes the bottom stuff had problems but the majority of it is good. We burn it all the time over there at base camp. You've got to admit it. Base camp men's Bible study every Tuesday night. Yeah, six thirty to eight thirty. Come on, we're taking we're taking people right taking now. Taking new yeah new yep. applications right now. <laughs> the we're entry, gonna waive the uh, membership fee. fee. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring uh, bring meat. <laughs> bring meat. Yeah, oh, man, we're good. gonna talk about that today too, aren't we? About people trying to ration our meat oh my lord yeah we're not that's gonna, a, i knew that was we're a, gonna go in there that was funny when i was driving i'd have I heard to change that. my name i'd have yeah. to change my biden's name. trying to tell you how much do you know that you haven't heard oh road rashing gonna like that either mm, probably not anymore so anyway and, so yep good day uh beautiful weather good time to be outside running them chainsaws you know one of the things now that everybody's having to get their weed eaters and mowers and chainsaws back up and running one of the things that i um that i learned and uh, terry smith taught me this you remember old terry smith yeah, yeah he taught me this he uh he never left his chainsaw with fuel in it he always just ran it out I mean, he just sit it over to the side and let it run till it ran out. And I started doing that with all my power tools. Yeah. Well, you know, you can Are always you text add, into your fan base. No, no. I was trying to. Uh, there's a thing called Pure Gas. It's a. Uh, it's an app, and um, you can and e free, and you can find ethanol free gas oh. in your area. So you can go fill up, you know, like your boat, for instance, it sits for a while, right? right? And uh, most of the marinas, if you go to Lakeway in Austin, you'll find ethanol Yeah, you'll pay $9 a gallon, though. $9 a gallon? At Lakeway? Well, maybe Lakeway, but I'm talking about just around... uh, No, no dig on Lakeway. I'm just saying you guys got it. Well... Little something-something there, you know? It's only because of the... uh, (laughs) Cha-ching! It's only because of the, uh, you know, ethanol right it 
it gets in there, it's got the alcohol, then it separates, right? And then it eats out then the carburetor. So anyway, I take all my stuff and I just let it run until it's empty, except for diesel. You don't want to do that, right? No, no. diesel. Dude, that, that bobcat I had sat for, well, your six-wheeler or yeah. whatever. whatever. I mean, it, it sat for... Who knows what happened to that thing? Yeah, who knows? But diesel is just this weird creature. You know, though, you know, during the storms that were real bad, I was talking to my uh, father-in-law yesterday about this. I went into HEB and asked him, why in the world did this happen with all of the freezers going down? And, And I said, you got four Caterpillar diesels in the back that are running, supposed to run generators. He said, we had the wrong kind of diesel. It gelled up. You know, there's a diesel, regular oh, yeah. diesel, yeah. and then there's the gel-free that, I guess, so that's what diesel the, 2, and it has an additive. Well, so they it don't have diesel gel. 2 around here. Well, I... Uh, Where do you get you, diesel 2? I've never even heard that. of diesel 2. I've been running diesel for years. I've never heard of diesel 2. Well, you get it as an additive, too, so it doesn't gel up. And when it gets cold, every farmer knows that. Come well, on, I guess I'm going to have to learn about hey, did, diesel did too. Now, that? I do know about I do know about farm gas that you can get tax exempt, tax free gas to five, for what 500 gallons a month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but it's a different color. Are you going to get a going to get a tank? I should. Yeah, you should get one, man. But you got to put a lock on it. Back in the old days at the farm, there used to be kids that would come in from town and they would run to you know like my grandpa's. Uh, gas elevated gas 500 gallon you know tank yeah and they would uh steal gas it would fill up well they didn't <laughs> steal it they just borrowed they it for it. a while they hey and you never did that obviously because you're sensitive to it you would never take your grandpa's fuel hey speaking of farmers did you see my uh that email that i sent you that my uncle on the farm my uncle randy on the farm the one north. with the solar barn? Yeah, the one with the solar barn on top. He goes, I never thought I'd get solar up here, man. But anyways, did you see the one where he bought himself or bought his wife a, uh, a zero-turn John Deere? And it was sitting right next to his tractor? Uh-uh. Oh, come on. I emailed that to you. And it said, she finally got what she wanted, you know. I finally gave her the new John Deere after 22 years. Now she can cut the yard. Her. <laughs> <laughs> now she can cut the yard in uh, comfort, you know. Yeah. And, by the way, there's a picture of the two cats. Uh, we got Garfield and Fred fixed. Uh, uh, Uncle Uncle Randy Gosh. and John That's were the it. surgeons. They don't take them into the vet. I mean, you fix the, and they're full grown cats. Excuse me, how yeah. they snuff them out? Oh, you don't snuff them. And do you do it just like a just like, like a, pig, a calf, man. Just like like a, like a calf? Oh well, you just they, use your pocket knife no, and you like, just drop the cojones well, <laughs> and in a bucket and keep let them keep going. So on smaller animals like that, you have a board that has something that looks like a funnel, you know, and you pick them upside down and you push them in their head in that funnel. And it just keeps their mouth shut, and, and they can still <laughs> breathe. And then you just take the two That's, rear legs, and you push them okay. down to the board, and it pushes all the all the j- stuff you need right there. You were going to say up. giblets, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just go to work. You got this a little. This is a terrible conversation for first thing in the morning. I know, but I thought you. Uh, I, you I, thought I was in I, on it because I, I was talked about the. No, I said it to you, and you said. 
I said, this explains, or I think you said, this explains a lot about you. <laughs> that sounds like Cody Cody Ryan oh, answering you right there. So. Yeah, but when you do a self, you know, you don't need a vet. You, the surgeons are right there. Uncle Randy and Aunt, or uh, and Uncle Jeff. I, sa- I wondered after you came back from Illinois, your your voice had a couple octaves higher. <laughs> oh, I wondered what what had been happening man. out there. Wow. Uh, uh, wow. Hey, well, McBride's guns. Right? With the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative <clears throat> we support our local gun shop, the one we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's guns. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. Looking for a youth model? They got them. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. All right. Coming back, we're hoping to hear from Cody. Exciting news from the uh, fishing tournament he was on. And uh, if you you turn back again, hopefully you'll hear that and... You can always catch us live or every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 on theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Regulators, we appreciate you for being tuned in to the number one outdoor show on radio podcast. Maxwell's got the trucks, man. Maxwell's got the trucks. Right now you're in luck, man, because Maxwell's got the trucks. Your final chance for massive Ram Truck Month savings starts now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Stocking more and saving you more on Rams than anyone else in Central Texas. Buy a 2021 Ram Limited with $12,000 off MSRP. And if that wasn't enough, we're still offering 0% financing for 84 or 72 months on the new Ram. So don't wait to save big because your keys to the best deals are still happening right now during the final days of Ram Truck Month at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 621-83 in Austin. See all the savings online at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Dot com. All right. Well, let's uh, listen to this, folks. What an intro. Day three, showdown Saturday. A weight of 20 pounds, 5 ounces, just short of the lead. But a great day here at Mike Patton Lake. Missed it by two one hundredths. Show off those fish in a sigh of relief by the local hammer, Michael Yoder. There you go, folks. Put your hands together. 55 10, second place for Tony Brady. So, uh, the crowd went wild. So, Cody Graney, and we're going to get him on the phone here to tell us about this. Uh, he was 
just finished the uh, second event of the National Professional Fishing League mm-hmm. uh, uh, inaugural tour. So this is a brand new tournament trail. 110 teams fished on uh, Rye Patman Lake in uh, North Texas, Texoma area, and um, and uh, first day he was 45th. Second day he was 16th. Yesterday he don't, finished. Don't don't tell. Let him finish well. Just, so Cody Grady. You are uh, alive after the traveling from right to left, left to right. Yeah, I went. Uh, so well, maybe that you will. is explaining <laughs> there it. Go. There we go. Oh, you're cutting yeah. out on us a little bit there. So, right now. Uh, that's good. So you uh, you just drove yesterday after you finished that tournament. You went straight to your next uh next job the uh bass central event number two for bass right is it number two well it would be number two but uh they postponed number one and uh that's when i called you from lake fork and Mm. made that whole trip so i'm sitting here right here I, i i yes i'm at the very i'm at the corner of Mississippi, Alabama, and Tennessee right now. At At a famous truck stop, right? No, I'm actually at a house that we rented, but I could literally be in any one of those states within five minutes from where we're staying. It's pretty cool. Wow. Um, So I'm sitting here calling you guys and sitting in my truck because I have one bar of service if I sit uh on the left side of my truck and i look over looks like the neighbor's dog got out and i realize that's not the neighbor's dog that's a coyote about 10 yards just standing there from me <laughs> oh man he probably smelled that honey bun oh. i he may smell that possum on my tire i had a possum rubbed up against the side of my tire last night. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, great uh, great week. Holy cow. Uh, I, I don't know what to say about uh, the fishing down on Wright-Patman other than Wright-Patman Lake in Texas is about to get some attention from bass fishermen. Uh, it was it – it blew me away. It held up to the pressure. Uh, guys were, I mean, we were still catching fish on the third day and it was, it, that lake is something else. It's, it's special. I really getting to like that lake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like the lake where I take money home. That's always so, a yeah. Cody, tell, favorite. Tell me about it, man. You went, TJ started the story. But the first day was kind of, uh, you know, lower, what, 45th place. Second day, you hooked up. You had a one hour of power, right? Yeah, well, so on day one, uh, day one, I I really should have been in second. Uh, You know, I had the fish on to be in second. Um, But, you know, in reality, the kind of fishing that we were doing, we were fishing in a lot of thick, thick brush and, uh, everybody was losing fish 
and that was just the name of the game. The guy who loses the least amount of fish is going to win the tournament. I mean, <laughs> that's basically what it boiled down to. Um, but uh, I, uh, you know, I, I still felt good about what I was doing. I ne- I didn't fish anything on day one that I'd found in practice. So we have time to practice three days. And I tried to stop at several places that we practiced, that I practiced at. And there are just so many boats already on it, you know, that uh, I just decided right then and there that when, when the first three places, when there were boats sitting on the first three places that I wanted to fish going into day one, I decided right then and there that I'm just going to wing it the rest of the week. I mean, it's going to be crowded. There's going to be people everywhere, and I'm just going to wing it. And so it felt really good to spend all week just fishing the moment i just kept saying fish the moment fish the moment that's what i kept telling myself and it got cloudy and windy and i would throw a spinnerbait you know on a windy point or uh i would flip trees if the sun poked out and you know just just standard bass fishing patterns that you learn and i didn't do anything special or tricky or but i just attention to what was going on around me if i saw an area that uh looked fishy and there hadn't been a boat in in that area for a little while i'd run over there and fish it for a little bit and uh yeah on day two i had i had a magic hour on a spinnerbait and i picked up a spinnerbait and i caught a four pounder and for about an hour I could call my shots. I'd be like, oh, there should be one right there. And one would eat, and it would be a four-pounder. And I'd go over here and say, oh, there should be one here. And I, one would eat, and it'd be a four-pounder, four-plus-pounder. So I had a magic hour running around, uh, throwing that spinnerbait, and cold out everything I had. And then uh, the crazy part is, so yesterday, the final day of the event, I'd climbed up to like 15th after day two. Great climb. I need probably 10 pounds to get a check, 10 or 11 pounds to get a check, and then, you know, 32 to win or something like that. So anywhere in between is just icing on the cake and more money to take home. And uh, so I go out and, again, fish the conditions. I had a few fish in the boat early. But that, that deal that I'd, I'd caught them, the way that I'd caught them the day before wasn't working out. So uh, I went up into the trees and started flipping trees and realized the fish were spawning up there and caught those fish uh, up there shallow, completely different than the way I did the day before. Moved up to fifth place with the exact same weight that I weighed in the day before, fishing a completely different style. <laughs> Uh, for different kind, a different kind of fish. These fish were spawning fish the day before. I caught all post-spawn fish, fish that already spawned out, and uh, so it's pretty interesting to catch the exact same weight on two different, completely different styles of fishing and you know places and uh, type of fish. So, but lots of fun. Super blessed, and I'm just yeah, I'm pickwick right now, which is on the Tip River. 
And the infamous Tennessee River chain is notorious for bass fishing. And that's what we'll be figuring out this week. I have no clue where to go. Never been here. No clue what, but really going into it with a lot of confidence and excitement to figure out the Tennessee River so we can start our tournament, the Bassmaster Open, this Thursday. Wow. So, uh, rolling. Super confident. Rolling along. Well, it's good to, yeah, it's good to be confident in what you're doing and where you're going and uh, and apparently fishing a body of water that you've never fished before is not necessarily a negative in uh the cody ryan fishing category right now so hey just know that we're obviously tracking closely uh folks can follow tell folks where they where they can go to follow you when you're not on the radio but you're on instagram and and other places yeah, CodyGrainyFishing.com. You can follow my social media stuff, Cody Ryan Grainy, Cody Ryan Grainy, Instagram and Facebook. Being in the bunkhouse, I miss you guys, and I can't wait to be there. All right, well, we love you too. Um, Beef will post all the links to your fishing stuff on the Facebook, uh, on the Outdoor Zone Facebook page, so anybody wants to get it. But all right, uh, love you. Talk to you soon. All right, guys. Thank you for handling the bunkhouse. See you next week. All right. Adios. Archery country. If you're a recreational archer, shooter, archery shooter, or interested in archery, there's only one bow shop in Central Texas that has the gear and knows the bows. That's Archery Country. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day. 8121 Research Boulevard, 8121 Research Boulevard, AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. So we heard from Cody Ryan on the fishing segment. You can follow him at the National Fishing League during the week. See his interviews, see all the good stuff, see where he's standing incredible to follow that coming up next though is our news of the weird hey i'm randall tharp and i fish flw you're listening to the outdoor zone fish on All right, welcome back, Regulators. This is your number one outdoor radio show, outdoor podcast. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, a drilling junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse. Beefsteak here for Sun Automotive. Everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard. To find a mechanic you can trust, we use our friends at Sun Automotive. Sun Automotive Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and 
They want to be the place that you bring your vehicle when it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Automotive Service Repair Shop nearest you. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials at sunautomotiveservice.com or go to the other locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and now Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. All right, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. You know, I guess it's the Midwest where bowling is a big deal. Well, it's an indoor sport. Oh, I guess, yeah. I mean, okay, that's that the makes whole sense. idea. Snow everywhere. You go Six bowling. or eight months out of the year, it's cold as a, you know what? It's a, you know, rear end. <laughs> Which is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Speaking and of my weird. wife, who is from Ohio, was always big on taking our kids bowling. I did too, man. That was one of our sports. We went even uh, in John Michael, growing up with the mom here who took him bowling. Now him and his buddies they'll go bowling on I a Friday. It, you aren't or a big bowling fan, then. Eh, you know it's cool. I don't like not like it. Okay, you just weren't one. I of just those don't w- think about it. You, you, I didn't do anything. You know, you wanna you wanna go out and and you know rummage the streets at three o'clock in the morning, man. That's what I did as a kid. <laughs> Uh, oh. Man fills bowl, bowling ball with father's ashes, then rolls the perfect game. Wow. Following the death of his death of his father, John Hinkle Sr., John Jr., a two-time NCAA bowling champion, laced up to play one of the luckiest games of his life on April 12th using a ball that had been custom-made with the ashes of his dad. Hmm. The 39-year-old Western unit. Western Illinois University bowler set out to bowl the perfect game as a tribute, bringing his brother Joe with him to their hometown alley, Landmark Lanes in Peoria, Illinois. Peoria! Is that where you used to go? No, Landmark that's a Lanes? shout out to my sister and my my brother-in-law and the, uh, the nieces and nephews that live in Peoria. After the elder Hinkle died in 2016, John decided to honor his father by having the thumb hole of his ball filled with his dad's ashes. His two-hand technique allows for only two fingers in the ball. Oh. I was talking to my brother and told him, I'm shooting a 300 with this ball, Hinkle, a Peoria public school counselor, told WMBD-TV. And Joe said, do it! John had called it. I had tears in my eyes in the 11th and 12th frames. He said, I couldn't tell you where that last ball went. I had so many tears just throwing it. During his lifetime, Father John Hinkle had never bowled a perfect game until now. His son, John Jr. It's a special day. Dad shot 298, 299, never had a 300. I got goosebumps, chills, Hinkle said. He was there. 
Brother Joe also joked, this makes up for so many nights growing up when we slept in a bowling alley while our parents were finishing league night. You that probably, is a touching story, and um, I thought that was the uh, final statement was, this makes up for all those nights we s- slept in the bowling alley while our parents were with their friends bowling and so it was obviously a huge thing, but so it brought me full circle to what do you do at the end of the day when you're just a bucket of ashes or are you, are you getting, you're getting planted somewhere. You've already got a plot. Well, but I was thinking it doesn't that, mean that you can't, I mean, we were talking, you know, we had that, I'm sorry to interrupt you. If you need no. to finish your thought, go ahead. But I just happened, my mouth opened, and there we go. So Shocking. <laughs> the other, remember base camp a couple weeks ago? We did that thing on what happens when you die. And uh, an interesting thought that came up, one of the guys is a funeral director and uh, that we know, Doug, and he said, I'm going to be, I'm going to have my ashes, uh, I'm going to be cremated, I'm going to have a third of it, buried with my mom and a third of it buried with my dad and a third of it buried there with my mom. I mean, my, uh, my wife, <laughs> I'm sorry, have my mom. So, and so he's splitting it up cause they're all in different places. Right. Right. So you could do that. I mean, well, they, he and, said you can bury the urn with them, you know, like in the same grave, uh, yeah. uh, lot you or could just block sneak or, over there and dig a hole and dump your ashes in there. That you sounds like a it. grainy move. You don't got to uh, pay the, for none of that stuff. What are you talking about? <laughs> just kick a little hole in there, you know? Come on, sprinkle it on top. Everybody's got Be a good shovel. for the grass. Uh, so I was thinking, my wife always said, well, I'm going to put you in a shotgun shell. And I said, no, I don't want, that's not what I want. But I do, I do want, so I want each of my kids, I kind of thought about this a little bit because I have my dad's ashes and I have, I thought you spread them out somewhere. No. no? So we're passing them. So he was at my brother's ranch oh, for years okay. and now he's at the farm. Okay. And then he'll go to Cody's place for a while. Cody Ryan's place for a while. And so it's just kind of this silly thing, you know, because our dad liked visiting the ranches and stuff okay. like that. So, well. but, uh, for me, I was thinking I had some different places. Like I thought, okay, I want Cody to sprinkle my ashes on Lake Falcon because we, growing up, that's where him and I went. I want my youngest son, John Michael, to sprinkle them on top of a 14 or somewhere because that's what him and I did. And I want my daughter to sprinkle some of my ashes in an FFA barn or a barn somewhere because that's what her and I did. So each of my kids, we did something you know, uniquely together. And you may want to stop running and working out and eating right then. Well, because you're going to need a lot more ashes. <laughs> and then, and then I don't know what my wife would do with my ashes. Um, probably just put them on a shelf somewhere with, uh, with their Etsy collection or whatever, you know, <laughs> ship them somewhere. Um, so, uh, Uh, I just think it's, it's something worth thinking about, you know, and I think you should be able to, you should clarify that to to folks. I I love this though. I love this because it creates a story. It creates a storyline, you know, this is, that's just cool. Well, you know, there was a lot of, uh, 
There was we did this a couple of years ago. We did a segment on this, right? And you can get a tattoo with uh, ashes in it. You can get a little bit in a in a necklace. Locket, yeah. There's stuff you can put it on a a reef, like a coral reef, right? Shotgun shells, like you said. Um, you can put them on a boat, launch it, and then burn it up. So one of my grandkids was saying, I remember what you wanted. You said you wanted to be cremated and then uh, wanted to put a, uh, uh, a canister of tannerite in it, have someone shoot it, and then everybody goes home with a little bit of beefsteak on them. You know, because it blows up. <coughs> Wouldn't that be, have your friend like a big sniper shot? Just bam. Going out with the bang. Everybody just goes home like, oh my gosh, look at this. That stuff. would have to be a huge me. tannerite. <laughs> Container, be, we have to add that expense in there for you. <laughs> and, where, there. and where to do it? Fifty-five gallon drum of tannerite. EMS shows up. The <clears> fire <throat> department. Wee, wee. Yeah, well, that's if they do it in the backyard. Our amazing friends at Shore serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a really cool oyster selection. With uh, every week, they get their oysters and fr- fish brought in fresh, and they handpick what they're going to do. They have a great, fantastic, pet-friendly patio. Live music on select nights. You got to go onto their website, um, ShoreATX.com. You can see the calendar on who's playing there. Inside or outside, that was it's cool, man. just fantastic. They have a great selection of wines, appetizers, handmade breads and desserts. Go visit our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder at the Shore Raw Barn Grill. Hottest new restaurant in Austin, Shore Raw Barn Grill. ShoreATX.com for all the details. ShoreATX.com for all the details. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back on the flip side, we've got Game Warden Field Notes, only one place, live in the bunkhouse, or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And I hope that judge ain't blind. Amarillo by morning. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back, regulators. We're dropping prices so you can drop the windows and hit the road this spring with thousands in professional grade savings. Drive the 2021 terrain with amazing Alexa capability and GMC Pro Safety that comes standard. And when your hands are full, the terrain's hand-free programmable power liftgate can be activated by simply kicking your foot underneath the left hand side of the rear bumper we're talking about nile maxwell gmc and those are just some of the amazing options available to you available to you at nile maxwell gmc there are sierras yukons canyons and more all waiting for you right now nile maxwell gmc exit 256 and round rock online at nilemaxwellgmc.com see dealer for details we are professional grade all right, so I uh, just got busted. My wife texted me and said, that's not very nice. You don't. <laughs> oh, oh, she, she knows where she's taking my ashes. She even put it on here. Oh, man. I'm not going to say. You're not going to say? I'm not going to say where, but. It's under, um, it's under that I love you sign in Austin, right? With that. 
Aww, wall is. No. And she's gonna. It's right take outside pictures. Mervin's as she uh, walks inside with the money from with the, the credit card. <laughs> <or> <laughs> the money from the life insurance policy. <laughs> You'll be all a, right, sucker. Here you go. A recycle bin right there. Um, all right. So hey, uh, it's time for our game worn field notes. Finally. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So, um, you know, every week I'm looking through the Game Warden Field Notes for Texas Parks and Wildlife. I'm looking for... um, Fish and game operations ha- around the country. I look through the national parks. I look at all that stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, I was looking in uh, Central Texas. I was looking around the Austin area, kind of just what's going on in the Austin area. Is there anything? And I ran across this article, and I think this might be common around the country in uh, municipalities around the country. If it's not, it should be. But one of the things that Texas Parks and Wildlife does is they stock some of the rivers and some of the lakes, like uh, Boucher State Park out in uh, in the Smithville Bastrop area. They yeah. stock with uh, rainbow trout. Nice. Um, I know in Lynchburg, Virginia, they have some creeks and rivers. They stock with rainbow trout, and you can go out and catch them. You know, it's the Guadalupe great. right there. Guadalupe. There's a great kid-friendly, family-friendly stuff like that that happens out there. And I noticed that Texas Parks and Wildlife has been doing this for a couple of years, and it's called the Neighborhood Fishing Program. And they stock a couple of little lakes in different neighborhoods around the state with catfish. And they do it for a couple of months. And, And I thought, that's that's good now i've been at them before and it, some of the fishing's good and i uh, but around so they start doing it uh in mid-april they start dropping fish in these different lakes and i don't know how well advertised it is but you know the number one question that we get consistently is well, where, where can fish? i take a kid fishing yeah and you know there's you and i have all kinds of places that we talk about that mm-hmm. i mean i'll tell somebody just go to lake travis don't buy snoopy first don't buy a snoopy <laughs> pole you know buy yeah. a zebco 404 or some kind of okay rod don't buy the little because the kids will get frustrated if they get if they're not you know if the rod and reel don't work but just go perch jerking just get a box of worms mm-hmm. just about anywhere and just go catch and perch because what the kids want to do is catch fish. And so this is beautiful that they've got a couple of these lakes, but I I hate to say I don't know these two little I know the one, one acre, two acre lakes. I, the, the, the one you mentioned. So the, uh, one of them here in, in, in Travis County in the Austin area is Kingfisher Lake, and it's a two-acre lake. And it's Travis County East Metro Park. 
Are these these are both at Travis County East Metro Park, or did I get those addresses wrong? One's called Kingfisher Lake, and one called Bullfrog Pond. Well, Bullfrog Pond has been around for a while. They're two different ones, right? Right. I must have put the wrong address. You just you have to go to neighborhoodfishing.org. 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 But I was going to say that one of the things that uh, that I like about this is that it's simple. You you take a a little bit of food and some drinks and a couple of lawn chairs and all you need's just a little fishing pole. That one is out by uh, Kingfisher's out at two ninety, like by Mainer. Okay, so that's a uh, you know and over there. So just go on go online to find neighborhoodfishing.org neighborhoodfishing.org you can go there through the texas parks and wildlife website um but what i was saying is that the thing i like about it is that you can get a a kid a chance to really catch a fish yeah you know i've learned that uh they don't want you know they'll go if you have a boat they'll go with you boating and then you can switch from fishing to boating right that's that's what you experienced right is the boating part of it but if you're fishing with a kid Especially if you're like I was a grinder bass fisherman standing on the front, rah, 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 mm-hmm. rah, you know, and C- Cody picked up on that. He's a grinder fisherman. And, uh, explain, but it's no explain fun. what you mean by that. Well, I mean, to, you're, if to you're, me you're, and road you're up front of the boat with the trolling motor and you're uh-huh. just bass fishing, bass fishing, bass fishing, you're not stopping, tying up to a dock somewhere dropping a worm down so a kid can catch a fish you're you're you know and a kid's learning how to throw a bait caster they're learning how to bass fish and they're not necessarily doing what you want kids to experience which is catching you know what i you know uh, we've had a couple where uh take kids out one thing we've learned even with bass that to start with is that if you you know, load up either either with, with live bait. You can do it with artificial. You can uh, you can do it. You know, worm, minnow, whatever. But to use a bigger bobber, set it at the right depth, and like this huge bobber, the biggest one you can get out of the you know bag when you buy the multiple Saying sizes. Saying I think completely differently. Okay, but what happens is with the little kids is that when it pulls down, as the fish gets farther down it sets the hook and they'll still pull it, but they get the fish because most of the time they don't set the hook properly. Right. And it'll just eat the bait and kind of go. Oh, and so good theory, good theory. it works. It works. We Scientifically. Do that. No, it does work. It sets the hook when they pull it down. It tries to pull it up against it and try, you know, cause yeah. the bobber is so big and it works. Okay. So, Think about that when you're taking. Now you don't want to do that all the time, right? You don't want to start out that way and keep them going. You got to go step by step, right? Right. You want to launch them into, but the first thing you got to do is if they catch a fish, that's where the adrenaline. That's where the pictures. The beginning. I had an old guy tell me if if a kid ever catches a fish, gets the adrenaline rush of catching a fish. He'll be. He'll think twice before he does drugs and gets off into those other things because he's experienced that adrenaline from the outdoors. Just same thing with hiking a mountain or 
uh, going on a deer hunt or a rabbit hunt or a squirrel hunt or whatever, those kind of introducing your kids to those things can so, change where they're going. So uh, Texas Outdoors uh, Parks and Wildlife, go to their website, neighborhoodfishing.org. And, and that has – neighborhoodfishing.org has locations around the country. So it's not just Texas. So I let me just say this. When – I think it's the thing that drives kids to run video games and keep digging farther and go to the next challenge and do all that. You can get that same rush or that same invigoration from outdoor activities like fishing. FarmRanchStore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, and rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. We put up our prefert uh, gate the other day, and man, there's a huge difference in just a uh, wood store, mass market store, and getting the prefert gate from farmranchstore.com. FarmRanchStore.com is where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, that's our first hour. When we come back on the flip side, we got Peter Report, Armed Citizen Report, and a conversation about how much meat the Biden administration thinks you should eat every year. Uh, if you're a meat eater, you're not going to like it. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. 